0: Hello, and welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Kara Hackelman, and I'm a certified life and weight loss coach. I help people just like you lose weight for the last time. Are you a little people-pleasing, a little procrastinating, and maybe a little perfectionistic? Do you eat when you are not even necessarily hungry? I can help you overcome that so you can finish losing weight and get out of your own way. Join me each week to get a little motivation and a lot of inspiration. Hello, I'm Kara Hackleman. I am the owner and life coach for the Concierge Weight Loss Program. I want to talk today about movement. I want to start by saying today's Martin Luther King Day, and I have this uh, really great quote that popped up on my um, feed today. So I, um, I like to get things that kind of feed me as far as like information and inspiration and things like that. And so being Martin Luther King Day, this uh, passiton.com, they send you a daily inspirational quote, different things, and I love them. So today it says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl, but whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And so I know that as a civil rights activist, he was definitely talking about civil rights movements and equality and things like that. I love those words. They're very inspiring. And as we talk about movement today, as we talk about weight loss, it is definitely playing into that. So. I want to start with that. That is my favorite quote for today anyway, and I wanted to bring that and share it with you. Um, like I said, if you want to hop on like passiton.com, it is nice to have inspirational words to look to instead of a bunch of ads, instead of a bunch of um, negative negativity all the time. So I love that. I hope you do too. And in movement, it is so applicable. In weight loss, it is so applicable. In trying anything new, it is so applicable, right? I wanna talk about the movement section of this. So many times, I hear people that come to me and they're trying to lose weight. They're still in that mindset, beat yourself into submission, and they're doing it with weight loss in the form of movement. They're either super like restrictive in their calories and in their food content, their quantity of food, or they are trying to beat themselves into submission with exercise. First of all, you can lose weight without ever doing any exercise. I want to say that again and again and again. Even if you go to a very well-trained, uh, personal, um, not personal therapist, what is the right word, of exercise specialist or someone who's like, you know, physiology trained, things like that. If they have some weight loss uh, training also, they're going to tell you that movement with weight loss is about 20% of what the, of what's gonna happen. Like, um, let me say this better. Exercise accounts for about 20% of the effort in losing weight there we go that makes more sense and the other 80 percent is really honestly food which is the part i come into not in what you're eating per se but in the mindset of how to do it so with that being said why would you why would you choose exercise one of uh, my dietitian friends she has this beautiful poster on her wall and i don't i should have wrote it down before i got on here it has some something to the effect that food is the most abused substance for stress and exercise is the least used uh, for it and so I know it's prettier the way it says it on her poster in her in her office I don't remember exactly how it goes but it's something to that effect so with that being said there are so many other reasons for exercise, for movement. And so when you begin looking outside the box, you're not looking at it as to why would, like I'm exercising to be able to lose weight. You're gonna start finding so many other reasons to lose weight, or not to lose weight. You'll find those too, to move you'll find so many other reasons to move and um, I should also say I am on a cruise ship I'm on vacation and I chose to just work a couple hours a couple different times this week and we have some massive rocking going back and forth so I haven't started drinking this early in the morning Um, our cruise ship and we might have announcements or someone knock on the door I have no idea but that's what's going on today and we are really rocking All right, back to this. So with movement, there are so many other reasons. My favorite is it just feels good. I feel good with my movement. I have autoimmune type issues. And so with that, I have what feels like arthritis you might be familiar with. I get a lot of inflammation. And so as I am moving, it is keeping my joints lubricated. It's keeping my tissues all stretched and Um, comfortable and so with that it doesn't have to be a certain kind of movement any kind of movement has benefit and then it's what do you choose to do for your movement and so sometimes I'm feeling really great and I choose to go all out and now I'm like really moving hard or I'm you know I'm getting my lungs involved and I like some really great cardiovascular work so I, I, it really gets my, uh, it's almost like building muscle for your lungs when you're doing that cardiovascular. Sometimes I'm building muscle. And as I'm building muscle, I know I'm preventing osteoporosis in my body. Um, any kind of movement, like I said, is keeping me so that I don't get stiff And that stiffness creates more inflammation and then i have more joint pain so any kind of movement i do that's very loving whether it's gentle or more strenuous it's what i've chose to do for the day and it's not going to create more pain i might be a little sore just like i know i've done some work but i'm not like making it so that i'm out for a week anymore i used to do the kind of exercise that was so strenuous that you couldn't even sit for a week. So going to a bathroom, you had to decide, do you want it to be like slow lowering yourself or do you just want to like get it out of the way and like just drop? Either way was painful. So I don't do that kind of exercise anymore. I choose to do a little bit more loving, gentle workout that my body can handle, but each body's different. Some people are not affected that way. Um, I want to say, that there are so many other benefits. So stress reduce, stress reduction. As I work out, I am like moving and I, I'm i getting it in there and doing it, right? I'm doing the things and that can let out some of that frustration um, and really help give me a release for stress. I know that stress comes from my thinking and so I can think through it, but my habits in the past, and if you're listening to me, probably yours too, As I got stressed I used to turn to food so sometimes I'm not wanting to change my thinking right now and I'm still feeling it and that doesn't mean it's bad mind management it just means I no longer want to eat to cope with my stress so as I'm coping with my stress sometimes I'm still thinking like I don't like what's going on and I'm not changing what's going on I'm just Um, understanding I don't like it. And so it gives me that release sometimes when that pressure kind of starts to build up if something's going on. Stress, right? The other thing is I've talked about health. I've talked about stress. Um, Sometimes it's just complete enjoyment, right? I love playing volleyball. I have always loved it. I'm not really good at it anymore. I love lifting weights, I love hiking. I love, um, I love just walking. I love all kinds of things. I really love yoga. Yoga, it is. Um has progressed for me over the years and so in the beginning it was truly just trying to get in any position and as I've gotten a little uh, stronger a lot, um, a lot more balance and uh, things like that I've been able to do the positions differently and so where in the beginning it was just trying to get into the position now I'm trying to really like make myself strong in that position ground myself into my core um, connect my breathing um, reach out through my hands and my feet to really ground myself and take the pressure off my joints and so I have evolved how I've done it even with weightlifting you used to just try to get it up there like just try to throw that bar up and now I can control it as I go up I can feel strong in my core I can um, activate areas of my body to get the extra oomph to get the bar up. And so anything that you do repeatedly, you're going to get better at. And so kind of like the Martin Luther King, you know, if you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. Like just keep moving, right? So I want to say don't judge your movement. All movement is beneficial, whether it just helps your body move, it the other thing too when you move your digestion moves that was one of the things i loved so i'm um i'm also a massage therapist and so i am lymphedema certified and your skin is um using your your lymphatic system it's like right under your skin your lymphatic system doesn't have like your heart beats your blood and pumps your blood through your body your lymphatic system doesn't have that so it piggybacks the the um mo- they call it motillary the um, muscles as they're moving it's moving your lymphatic system so to have like nice skin to have um, body that doesn't keep collecting fluids right the lymphatic fluids we need to move so that it will pump that lymphatic fluid back to the heart so there's so many different health benefits for it um, and when you stop judging <laughs> with everything, I talk about this with food and dieting and all the things, just try something. Stop judging what it's supposed to or what you should or shouldn't be feeling or doing. Just keep trying something. Find what you enjoy. I do not, and I don't, I love that I, I love knowing that I can run. I don't enjoy running. And so, or box jumps. I, I like CrossFit. So occasionally I'll do a couple box jumps just to see if I can do them, but I don't, typically do them. I'll do box step ups. I'll do like a quick sprint and then a walk. Um, I will do something that I enjoy more because I don't love that. And I can get, I can get some benefit out of just moving in a different way. Um, but if I begin judging myself, none of it feels good enough. And then it, um, you stop doing it. You, you just create that, I'm not good enough feeling. I'm not doing it well enough. And then you start looking in other areas of what you're not doing well enough. So just, I don't even allow that anymore. Anything I choose to do is good for my body. And so I sometimes don't go to the gym or I don't do my workouts. I don't even do the yoga some days. I sometimes need sleep more than I need to to move. So whatever it is I'm choosing, I'm doing it out of the most loving, caring, compassionate uh, way to take care of myself. Um, I had a couple other things I wanted to make sure I mentioned. Let me look here. Um, set a goal for yourself. Um, is it that you want to try something? Is it that you want, maybe you have always wanted to be a runner? Um, and if so, there's a really great um, lady. Her name's Jill Angie. And uh, she does kind of a move uh, runners for any size kind of thing. I absolutely love her. She um, does a really great job. You can Google her, she's on Instagram, all the things Jill Angie, and she's um, a runner for any size lady. Um, let's see here, um, but do something, when you're setting a goal for movement, make it so that it's interesting to you, so that you're gonna want to do it and try if you're gonna to have to lay out your clothes ahead of time, whatever you're gonna to have to do, do it all ahead of time so that there's going to be like, you know, minimal barrier <laughs> to entry here. You're not gonna decide you're not doing it for whatever reason. And then you're able to like, you've already got your clothes laid out or maybe you went to bed in your workout clothes or your shoes are already right there, you've got your hair tie ready or you've already made an appointment, whatever it is, And it's just gonna be easier. But make it something that you're interested in and make it so easy that it would be silly not to do it. Um, Some people talk about like, they're gonna walk for 10 minutes. If it's raining outside, they'll just walk in their house for 10 minutes uh, or walk up and down the stairs for 10 minutes. Whatever it is, it's so easy. It'd be ridiculous to say no to. Like, don't go out the gate saying, I'm gonna run five miles, you know, three miles, whatever it is. One of the things that really stuck with me as I was um, really getting my weight loss going and movement was my mentor, she was talking about aging. And so like with aging, even if you're not wanting to move because you're necessarily loving the movement or the exercise or the sport or whatever it is that you've looked at um, or considered, but like even if it's just for health, even if it's just for the aging process, With women, we are very prone to osteoporosis. And so as you put muscle on your bones, um, your body will have that resistance on the bone and it'll keep it stronger. So that is amazing. Um, If nothing else, do some um, small weight movements so that you don't get osteoporosis, right? Um, The other thing she said that really hit home for me was that in aging, there's three super important movements. And she said, if you do these three exercises, and I think she did a challenge for us in like 2020 or something so it was uh 20 push-ups sit-ups and squats but if you start with five or ten whatever you start with and you can modify so maybe your push-ups are against the wall um standing maybe they're on your knees maybe your sit-ups are sitting in a chair and just leaning forward touching your feet and coming back up while you're sitting in a chair maybe you tuck your feet under and i mean there are so many variations for push-ups and sit-ups the other one was squats. So she said that the three movements push ups, sit ups, and squats will carry with you for aging to be able to stand up, sit down, get on the floor, get back off, grab something and pull yourself up. Those will be three movements that keep you going for life. So um, the squats. Just standing up and sitting down in a chair, that is a squat position. It gives you a little bit of a rest when you actually sit. As you get a little stronger, try to hover instead of sitting in the chair. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, I talked about the stress relief, talked about what you're missing out. So really the last thing I had with this was schedule it and make it fun. As you schedule your movement, it's already in your schedule. You're not creating things over the top of it because it's holding space. So with anything, as and I know with women, especially the group that I work with, it is really hard sometimes to put yourself first. Put time on your calendar for just you, for just your self-care, right? And so sometimes, I know for me, My favorite part of the day, before I started losing weight, I was a new mom, you know, newly married, all the things, and I would take bubble baths and that was the thing for me. And so now it's movement and sometimes bubble baths too, I have less issue with um, making some part of my day just for me, but um, schedule it, schedule it and make it fun. So look forward to it. Um, look forward to what the movement's going to be. Put it in a part of the day that really works for you. I'm on a cruise, I said, and I wake up early anyway, so I'm getting up a little later. I'm not up at 5, I'm up, you know, closer to 6, 6.30, but I've been um, going each morning and getting a little workout on. It's not quite as strenuous as I would do because, you know, I'm on vacation, but I'm starting my day with a workout and I'm starting my day with my water. And so with that, I have the rest of the day. I feel so good. I'm like, what's on the calendar? And I've come in and taken naps in the afternoon. Whatever it is, it's beautiful. So um, we ha- I did an abs class on the ship um, one morning. Um, this morning was a stretching class. I paired both of them with some pared down weights so like yesterday morning I did all upper back and shoulder like not upper back I did arms and shoulders uh, today and some chest and then um, today I did lower body Um so like it's a pared down for what my workout is but for me like just moving it starts my day so well one of the things I really loved that COVID brought out right One thing was the movement had to look different because my gym was closed down. And so I got really creative. I got some TRX straps. If you don't know what that is, you can look it up. And so it's all body strength. And so it's a strap. I could put it in the door, shut the door. And then as I leaned, I could create different movements that I I couldn't do on the floor or with weights or something. And so with being able to be at home and I, it was fun. It was something different. I think my, the straps were like 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, I had a minimal amount of equipment. I pulled out from all the closets under the bed to see what do I have? How can I do this? And it got to be fun where I got to design what I was doing for the day. And I knew that I was thinking like through my entire, my entire body and like how I was going to do it the other part i started loving i love a good walk i love being able to put my airpods in and choose a podcast or choose what i'm going to be listening to and be able to hop on um like the sidewalk and i during covid i found like a one mile loop a three mile loop and a five mile loop and so in doing that i figured out real quick like what do i feel like today how much time do i have and um like some days it was I just want to listen to the birds chirp some days it was like oh I might have ate a little too much let's go walking and get my food to like digest settle a little bit um the other thing too I now that I'm saying that walking and a lot of like sit-ups and movements like that it's massaging your intestines or whatever so if you are not a real regular person, if you know what I'm saying, it will create some motility there too. So if you need to go, uh, start walking, start doing some sit-ups, move your body and it, it gets that area to, uh, be triggered too. Yeah. So that is what I have. I love movement. And I think when you disconnect it, um, really, uh, I post this week, um, a journal prompt on my, um, on my page and it was if you disconnect movement from weight loss why would you want to do it if you disconnect it from weight loss what would you want to do if you're not thinking i have to do this a certain way what would you be doing because um so i am not a dietitian i am a weight loss coach and i work with habits and mindset that kind of thing But I also understand health. I have a lot of friends that are in all the different areas. So when I have questions, I go to the people who know something. I've had them explain to me like how it works to lose weight and like the calorie, the unit measurement of calorie, right? And so um, people are like, yes, you burn calories. Well, when you are exercising, I do wanna explain this before we hop off here. when you are exercising you are burning calories in that moment you are only burning so many calories and so when it was explained to me the majority of your calories are burned just with normal function of body respiration and movement and sleep and all the movement and all of the action your um, organs and everything take Um, and they're burning that energy the food the calories that is where you're going to burn the majority so your body burns like 1,400 to 2,000 calories a day in just normal movement based on like your activity and your size of your body and all that kind of thing when you exercise the average and I'm gonna you know I don't I don't want to quote something and everybody jump up and tell me how wrong I am but On average if you look a basic workout I mean of course you could go longer stronger harder whatever you could do that and it would be a little more but if you look at it on average to be about 300 calories that you're burning that's great that's 300 more calories that you're burning but if you look at a bite of food a forkful a spoonful of food as 50 calories right two bites that you don't eat every meal breakfast lunch and dinner is the same as what you would have on a workout. So it's totally plausible to not work out and lose weight. I wanted to say that. But with that being said, there's this long burn that happens when you're building your muscles. So as you become a person who is stronger and has more muscle mass, your body needs more energy to feed that muscle mass. So they kind of call it the long burn. And so what's happening is you exercise, you are doing whatever, you're creating more muscle mass, your muscles to continue being fed have to take more of those calories from your body and it burns it throughout the course of the day in regular movement. And so that is the long burn effect. So weightlifting of any kind, movement of any kind, it's so beneficial. I would love to work with you. If you and I don't work with you with the exercise, we talk about movement, we talk about all those things, but I am not going to tell you here's your workout plan, here's what to eat. What I am going to do is I'm going to help you figure it out. I'm going to help you understand what habits are beneficial and how to create lasting habits that lead to that lasting weight loss. That is how I help you. I am a life coach. We work with mindset, um, inspiration and motivation, goal setting, and that's how we get it done. Um, You can figure out how to lose weight um, for a short term. I teach you how to keep it off long term. Sounds good to you, it sounds good to me. I wanna work with you. So like, let's jump on, do my next step quiz. It's in all the links for the bios, wherever you're watching this at. And let's get started today. Thank you for listening to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. Like what you heard today? Leave a review or share with a friend. And check out the Next Step Quiz, where you'll find what has held you back from lasting weight loss and what to do next. You will find the link to this and many other helpful podcasts and videos in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there.